22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Yeah, we're back. I'm sorry. It took us a little while, but we're back. Nothing to chime in, guys? Nothing? No, I was waiting to see where you were going to go with okay. this. <laughs> I was waiting for some support, but obviously I have none. <laughs> well, because we still have an episode that we haven't put out. Yet. Yeah, I know. I know. So they well, won't even well, notice by the, the time they, But by the time they hear this, the episode will be out. All right. I would hope so. Maybe. Maybe. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 121. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And here with me, as always, is the man who has the answers to all of your questions, even though you didn't realize you asked it. MFG, Mike, the finance guy. One day, a man has everything. The next day, he blows up a $400 billion spaceship. And the next day, he has nothing. It makes you think. <laughs> Zap Brannigan. Yep. <laughs> okay. And to my left, not that you guys can see, is the man who just has a lot of questions. RT Square, Ralph the Tech. You ever wonder that we're not undergoing an extension level event but that we are the extension level event i think about that all the time it's great <laughs> pretty much well especially with this um, presidential administration oh, you have an epa director who doesn't believe in the environment <laughs> <laughs> but it but it believes in him <laughs> is it well captain planet's like i believe in you and he's like who the hell are you <laughs> when these powers combine i'm sorry three of those powers have been uh, deported <laughs> Shout out to Scott Pruitt. Hope you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, we, we're definitely making this a right to the point episode. We wanted we wanted to get right to it right away. So today we're discussing Jessica Jones season two, the first half. Because there's a lot to take in. But first, it's Mike. It's the quick news. That's right. And now the quick news with Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Kai. All right. Well, now, unless you've been living under a rock, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners have. Rent's uh, cheap there. Yeah. <laughs> this news will smell a little stale. Uh, Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins confirmed that the Wonder Woman 2 villain will be Cheetah, and the actress playing her is Kristen Wiig. Right. The SNL bridesmaid and Ghostbusters star will take on the role of the Amazon princess's arch nemesis. However, it is unknown which version of Cheetah Wig will portray, as there have been three women to assume that title. Now, there's split personality Priscilla Rich uh, from 1943. Uh, that was Wonder Woman number six. Uh, there's the mind-controlled Deborah Domain from 1980, which is Wonder Woman uh, number 274. And the cursed archaeologist Barbara Minerva from 1987, Wonder Woman volume two, number seven. And now for you continuity sticklers, I did not forget Cheetah's fourth iteration as the Argentinian tycoon Sebastian Belisteros. That was Wonder Woman number two, uh, volume two, excuse me, number 170. But since he's a male, I doubt Wig will be taking on that version. Yeah, that would be quite a stretch, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. You never know. They might, like, take that story and then just make it a woman. Right. I mean, they could just say it's uh, Sabrina, <laughs> which actually they did call. The, um, they, they, they've they retconned Sebastian out of uh, existence uh, with the one of many new universes that have taken over in D.C. So now one of Barbara Minerva's aliases is Sabrina Bellisteros. Right. Just also like one of her or her other aliases are Priscilla Rich and Deborah Domain. I'm, I'm surprised that they don't just go with option 
you said there's four options they could have went with. Why don't they just go with E and not do Cheetah at all? That's just me. I know well, Cheetah is her main foe I because, know, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's it's another god dealing with, you know, a, a woman blessed by the gods, da 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 It's the whole mythos. I, I just always felt like Cheetah was just such a lame, just like kind of like Lex Luthor is Superman's arch nemesis, but you get tired of seeing Lex Luthor all the time. You can get tired. I mean, it's just that well, I, her her animated version is extremely lame. But I mean, she's like literally bloodthirsty for the for the blood of the Amazons. I mean, it's she is not one of these characters that's like, oh, you know, she's just this female villain. It's like, no, she's really ruthless on TV, though, no matter what version. That's where she's really lame. Now she's just either just stealing something or, you know, she's at she hates Wonder Woman, but there's really unclear why and she just, you know, beats at her or something like that. Right. You know, I, okay. she hates Wonder Woman because she doesn't look like her. That's what it is. Wonder Woman has nicer hair, and she got got her nails pressed and done, and everything. So wow! She, I didn't, you, you she, the, she has got those sharp nails. Her nails are always done. <laughs> <laughs> you went for the whole appearance thing, and I'm like, oh, Ralph's going for appearance. I didn't think hair was going to be one of the options. <laughs> and she's <laughs> covered in fur and has long hair. Yeah, but not as nice as Wonder Woman. I guess not as nice as Tigra. Anyway, <laughs> okay, moving on, sir. All right, Batman Beyond fans have known for years that one very particular thing has been missing from the series which features old man Wayne and his protege Terry McGinnis as Batman of the future that's right Nightwing as of no as of <laughs> Batman Beyond number 18 the Batman mythos becomes whole as it introduces Robin Beyond oh boy what <laughs> who is this Robin of the future well none other than Matthew McGinnis Terry's younger brother now fans of the animated series will remember Matthew as an eight-ish year old nuisance to his older brother but following DC Comics rebirth event Matthew is now in his teens now, whether or not Old Man Grayson will mentor Robin Beyond is unknown at this time. Now, has anybody picked up the um, Batman Beyond comic book or have we thumbed through it yet? The recent one? No. Yeah, the recent one. No. Picked no. it up. I can't seem to put it down. It's so incredible. You what haven't you, read what, a page. What are you, like the old Jewish guy hanging out of the comic book shop? <laughs> Let me tell you a joke. So I went to the restaurant <laughs> and asked the waiter for a soup. I yeah. says, try the soup. He says, what's wrong with the soup? I said, try the soup. No, yeah, he says, what's this. wrong with the soup? Is it too hot? Is it cold? Try the soup. Okay, give me the spoon. <laughs> Happy Passover, you schmuck. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mike, what else you got? I, I just can't wait for Christ to come back from the dead on Easter and beat the shit out of you for that joke. Oh, he, he was at my house the other day. Yeah, but remember, Jews don't, uh, Jews don't believe in, in Christ, so therefore he's not going to come I don't think Ralph dead. is Jewish either, so <laughs> I, think, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I didn't, I didn't believe in him. That's why I closed the door in his face. There you go. Wow. We're just all types of fucked up this episode. Yeah. All right. Well, here's one for the saw this coming from a mile away checkbox. As Disney awaits confirmation for the uh, for its Fox properties buyout, Marvel's Fantastic Four is coming back to the shelves. Mm-hmm. The first family of Earth 616 ended its monthly run in 2015. Not that anyone cared. And it was la- they were last seen together at the finale of Secret Wars number nine. The Fantastic Four will return as a monthly series in August. I can't lie. I am excited being that I'm a big Fantastic Four fan, but I don't know. I mean, I- I- I'm really excited, but... I don't want to get too excited. I just love the Fantastic Four. It's probably one of the first books I ever picked up. I can't deny that I don't give a damn. I, you, you always say that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I, I used to like the Fantastic Four, and then they got, be, they became hit or miss, and then I just missed. <laughs> you just missed, or they just missed? They missed. Both. <laughs> and we missed each other. So you're so excited, and I just can't hide it. Are you about to lose control? And I think I like it. Yeah. Wow. I just I, I followed along. <laughs> by by the way, shout outs to to shout outs to um Joe the intern who says for so many episodes, 
I don't understand how they talk about songs and you don't catch on to it. Mike and Ralph walk you down the the rabbit hole all the time. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I kind of force fed that one to you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. What else do you got there, Mike? Uh, there is a footnote of sadness for the lovers of family-friendly television as TNT shelves the librarians. Yay! Yeah. The what? My- yeah, the mystical fantasy adventure series enjoyed a four-season run on the cable channel, but the show's executive producer, Dean Devlin, now tell me that's not a great name for a comic book character, uh, says that he promises to find the show a new home. Oh. Oh, that he says he promises he doesn't mean he's going to do it. Hulu, with a name like Dean Devlin, he will fulfill that promise. Which that should be a Marvel network, I would imagine, with a name like <laughs> Dean Devlin. <laughs> Dean Devlin. I wow. love that show. I will say this. That was a great show. If if they don't find it a home, they did end it on a good note, where yeah. everything seems resolved for now. Oh, yeah. oh so, it's a, so even though they weren't well, well they resolve every season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, so that that's what makes it happen. Yeah. They didn't they didn't give like a series finale, but they gave a season finale. Yeah. So it, it left it open for, to either keep going or stop where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, if, Mike, if, did you watch it? I could have. Yeah. It was a really good show. Okay. Didn't you, oh, we always talk about it? Like every time we're like, the librarians this, the librarians that, the librarians is awesome. Shh. The Cap, librarians. You should listen to the librarians. Yeah. Listen to the librarians. Yes. Listen to them. Shh. Okay. That's what they say. <laughs> what else? Right, and finally, fans of CW's Arrow might quiver after hearing that a cast gets the shaft. Uh, original cast member Willa Holland, aka Thea Speedy Queen, oh. will depart the hit series by the end of season six. Now, that's the current season for the episodically challenged Hose at Home. Holland expressed her desire for reduced appearances on the show after the end of season four and had discussed with showrunners then about finishing her time on the series in season six. According to Insiders, co-showrunner Mark Guggenheim checked with Holland at the beginning of the current season, but the actress had not changed her mind. Wow. It's not like an animosity thing. I just think she's just not into it. That explains why she was in a coma for so long. I mean, well, if you think about it, from season four, she was just not in every episode anymore. It was just, you know. And and for those who are listening who are wondering why I'm going, oh, and I'm laughing is because Mike from season two has not liked Thea. So, uh, uh, correction I, from season one, uh, <laughs> right away. Really, I don't know. No, I never, I never really warmed up to her. So it makes it me drugs? laugh is that Mike is. It was the drugs, wasn't it? Mike's yeah. delivering the news of Thea's demise, or, or or the actress's willingness to kind of step back and kind of depart, is the same way like you saying the eulogy of your of your mortal enemy, and you're happy that they're dead. But you're doing the eulogy anyway. That was kind of what I was watching. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's not laughing. Well, have, <laughs> oh, no. Have no. you seen the last episode on Thursday? No. No. Oh. Well, then that will explain a lot. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'll pick that yeah. up. All right. Yeah. That's all the news? That is all the news. All right. Ralphie, you got any news? Yes. What? My news is that the, I have no news. <laughs> oh, that's not news. <laughs> it <Wow>. is to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's not argue about news or not news. To news or not news? That is the question. Actually, the answer Send is... Send nudes. <laughs> Whoa, yuck <laughs> Send all your nudes no, to mfg at gmail.com No, 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 okay Sending nudes is like going to a nude beach Not everything you think is going to happen there is going to be there Yeah, and that's, also not, and that's also not my address So by the way, whoever gets those nudes, I feel bad for them <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've, seen, I've seen some of the faces of our, our, our listeners So, you know Wow <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Ruben. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to respond to him. I got I, I, I to provoke him somehow. <laughs> Yo, what you talking about me for? I'm not sorry, that was Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. All right, so let's get right into it. I mean, we've all been itching for it because season one left us wanting more, so they gave us season two, but 
I'm not sure how things kind of ended up for this. So we're going to talk about right now Marvel's Jessica Jones season two, the first seven episodes. And with a synopsis is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Ah, thank God he stopped talking. Oh, God. Alrighty, Jessica Jones Season 2 is the latest entry in the Netflix Marvel Marriage of Superhero Shows. The show was created by Melissa Rosenberg and centers around the Marvel character of the same name. Uh, the basic premise of the show is based on the comic book Alias, co-created by Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Gatos. As with all Netflix Marvel shows, Jessica Jones shares continuity with the films of the MCU, although that continuity is rarely a factor for any plot in the shows. Uh, all 13 episodes of the series were released on March 8th, sharing a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 87%, 71 audience, and a Metacritic score of 70 out of 100 with a 60% audience score. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Synopsis. Time to put on your favorite leather biker jacket and do a shot of snarky comments with an I don't give a damn chaser. That's <laughs> right. It's season two for New York City's skankiest private investigator, and you will get chronic liver failure just watching the sheer amount of alcohol <laughs> consumed this season. Uh, Jones returns with a different monkey on her back. It's been about a year and a half since she killed Kilgrave. The public at large views her as a vigilante hero with a deadly disposition. Probably not that wrong. Uh, Trish is jealous of her sister's powers and upset at her lack of interest in being a cape and tights hero to the people. Karma has caught up with the cold-hearted Jerry Hogarth, Malcolm is a PI in training with a gym membership he is not afraid to use. And a serial killer with more bad wigs than Beyonce is tracking Jessica and anyone she comes in contact with. But as Jessica wonders if she is as murderously unstable as the killer, you'll be, you'll be wondering, where the hell is Claire Temple? This is a <laughs> second series since the Defenders and Claire is nowhere to be seen. How the hell am I supposed to know that these series are connected if Claire doesn't put a band-aid on somebody? <laughs> but Shout that's, out to Rosario Dawson. But that's that. This is starring Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones, Rachel Taylor as Trish Walker, uh, Eka Darville as Malcolm Duquesne, Carrie Ann Moss as Jerry Hogarth, J.R. Ramirez as Oscar Arrocho, uh, Terry Chen as Price Chang, Leah Gibson as Inez Green, Janet McTeer as Alyssa Jones, Callum Keith Rennie as Carl Malice, and Rebecca De Mornay. Wow. As Dorothy Walker. We'll get to that in a second about Rebecca DeMornay. But before we even start reviewing Jessica Jones, let's press that button we paid so much money for and don't use as much. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Ah, and that little shout out, a.k.a. our little shot of tea and crumpets, is brought to you by Steve Francis of Stitch Productions. Stitch. Oh I'm not even gonna wait for him to listen. I'm gonna one time play him an episode and just have him hear how you bastardize his name. Well I will I will have you know that at your wedding I had a very long conversation with Mr. Francis and he agrees that he doesn't care. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was too busy trying to hold my wife up. <laughs> He's like, oh, really? You guys are doing that? Okay. <laughs> By the way, shout out to everybody who was at the wedding in Dominican Republic. It was such a great time. Thank you guys for um, coming and sharing that event with us, especially Mr. Steve Francis. Um, we'll talk about that incident off the podcast. So, <laughs> hey, hey, Steve. Aluminium. Oh, that's my least favorite thing pronounced by the English. It, it doesn't even have that many letters in it. <laughs> Aluminium. All right. All right. So let's get right to it. Jessica Jones, first seven episodes of season two. So the first thing I want to ask is, as Mike mentioned in the synopsis, this book, or at least the original writers of this book, had a short run. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like after um, ep um, season one, 
were kind of tied in all all the Kilgrave stuff. Did you feel like that they had nowhere to go and that they were flying by the seat of their pants? Did I feel like they had nowhere to go? No. I mean, they have lots of places to go. Do, do they have a blueprint for it? No. Um, but no, I mean, they have lots of places to go with it. It's just it's interesting to see where that will be. I mean, this season we're getting backstory that really doesn't really relate to the actual character in the comics. And that's fine. You know, I mean, so that's that's what we need. We need them to say, hey, we're not doing what the movies people are doing and just taking something and going. And here's our version of it. It's just like, just give me a story. OK, Ralph. I'll, I'll add in a second. What was the question? The question is, did you feel like, I mean, were you, first of all, I, I know you don't, you didn't read the original book. Did you read the original book? I did book? not. So, I mean, one thing that people knew was that, you know, the main story, one, one, one of the stories they remember from Jessica Jones is the whole thing with the Purple Man. Once that story was done in season one, yes. it was like, well, there's no other notable stories in that series of Aliens. You know, were you aware of that? No. No. I was not. I felt, though, watching this... Like, there are many ways you can go, especially after the Defenders, Mm -hmm. you know, even though that was sort of uh, people didn't really know what she did during that. They only really know what she did with Kilgrave. I thought there'd be more people who were appreciative, Mm -hmm. like the detective. Okay. Of what she did. Right. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, story wise, like, I thought this was just going to be her dealing with the aftermath, more dealing with the aftermath of of the Kilgrave incident. Right. Know? Yeah, this is, well, this is unfortunately just, it's longer than we expected because I think they say that the approximate timeline is she kills Kilgrave and the Defenders are about six months after that. And then this is about a year it's after like a that. Year after that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just kind of going back to what Mike was talking about, um, about storyline and about where it could go. Um, I guess I'm, I was just scared because Guardian, the Guardians have gone this same round. Guardians 1 was based loosely, but enough off the comic books that we've read. Guardians 2 was something straight from, um, what's his name, Gunn. Um, what's, the, what's the director's James name? Gunn. James, James Gunn. Gunn. It's from James Gunn's writing. So it has nothing to do with the comic book. Now, it can go really good, or a lot of times it can go horribly wrong. Right. And Guardians was, I won't say horribly wrong, but it wasn't that good either. It was right. just because we're big comic book fans, and we know for a fact that Ego is not Star-Lord's father. Right. right. It, just, it was just really weird. Yeah, well, that whole, I mean, it wasn't, it's not even just that that was weird. It was the whole Ego's, you know, villainous premise was just weird, you know. But that's, that's, well, that's, that's a podcast we've already gone to. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's Ego, a podcast for another time. I think that's just my point. You would classify him as, like, uh, chaotic neutral, right? Or, like, evil neutral. Who, Ego? Yeah. Uh, right? Because he doesn't really, he, he does not. Actively seeking, not usually. No, right. he's usually trying to be left alone. Right. Yeah, and trying not to be eaten by Galactus. That's pretty much his main goal: is not to be eaten by Galactus. <laughs> but, but to bring it back to Jessica Jones, um, is just the idea. I guess I brought that question out there first because my expectations for this version of Jessica Jones was a little bit, I guess, subdued. Were a little bit. Were you know? Yeah. Well, 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 are because I'm, we're not done yet. Right. You know, you know. So for me, it's still present tense. Oh, you know, like, like like even though I'm watching stuff. You know how you can watch a series and you're like, okay, I watched seven episodes and there's six more, but it can still turn right. for good or bad. That's kind of where I'm at. But I guess knowing that the aliens didn't do too much after that, I'm like, well, where are they going to go and is it going to be any good? Right. Well, I mean, also since we're leaving out, um, you know, the rest of Jessica Jones history, meaning that, you know, she doesn't, or at least so far, that they don't have her marrying Luke Cage. She doesn't have a kid with Luke Cage like right. she does in the comics. So they're not following that vein. I mean, yeah, that's the nice part about actually with Jessica Jones is they can really do basically anything they want. 
and it yeah. really won't affect the character. That could be because good or bad too. <laughs> no, no, it can be. I'm just saying, but they they just can do whatever they want without it really dramatically affecting the character, right? So, um, as opposed to other characters where you kind of have to give them a, a certain amount of historic leeway. So, if her and Luke Cage were to hook up, would that be like him getting a latte, but like? With a lot of milk. Well, they already did hook up, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, but was because, you know, he likes to get his right, coffee on. Right, right. I was trying to find yeah. a way to, to make an analogy out of this. So, so she's like just a a lot of milk and a latte? Or? I don't know. I mean, he didn't he didn't differentiate between uh, um, uh, either the women from his own show. Because Claire would be like a mocha. <laughs> right? He didn't say he wanted a mocha. He just said coffee. All right. Yeah, and he wanted to get coffee with, uh, what's her face? Which what's her face? Detective? <laughs> Yeah, one arm detective. Yeah, Misty Knight. Misty, there you go. <laughs> one arm detective. You're one so arm fucked detective. up. Hey. The whole handicap community is gonna come. Let's at you, give bro. her a hand. Wow, you're fucked up. Wow. Dude. <laughs> well, well, let's move back to Jessica Jones. Somebody else who's just as fucked up. Um, by the way, how do you guys feel about now we're in the second season? How did you guys feel about her portrayal thus far in the series? Um, did you look for her to get even darker, or did you want her to? Um, become lighter and how do you feel about what you got I'll take this one Mike All right. so I thought it was quite interesting enough of that <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> and we're back <laughs> I thought it was very interesting the fact that like, she has to essentially drown herself in alcohol in order to, to function properly and just the fact that she has a, a sort of like healing factor because of her abilities right. so but it's not that much of a healing factor. And she evidently gets passed out drunk. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. But I'm saying you know? over the fact like she doesn't have to worry about like cirrhosis of the liver. We assume she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so but, far. But because of her abilities, she has to consume more in order to get drunk. Yeah, but it's And not in like... order to deal with that. And even though she is drunk, she still manages to accomplish a yeah. lot. I, I just, I mean, like, I didn't expect her to be I, I, because of um the time period like meaning a year and a half going by like if this was only a few months later yeah you could have gone darker if you wanted to I didn't expect her to be lighter I just expected uh, or I shouldn't say I didn't expect her to be light um, I thought like maybe she would have a touch just a touch more appreciation for quote unquote doing the right thing right only because of of what she went through already with Kilgrave right and having fought with the defenders to you know, save the city kind of a thing. Again, doesn't mean that she's going to, you know, let me get a costume, nothing like that, but just that, that that would have maybe given her a little spark of hope, just a touch. Like, right. hey, you know what? I'm not going to, like in other words, I wouldn't tell them this, but like, I kind of like working with those guys. Right. Like, like she'll never admit it to anybody, like, but you didn't, I mean, again, she didn't have to say that. I just, I just kind of thought I would get a little spark of that in her. Of her enjoying her being on a team. Well, well just that, like a little bit of like, like, you know what? Life isn't a shit show. Like, there are people out there that do kind of give a damn. And, you know, like you didn't get a lot of that out of it. I mean, in fact, you don't really get any sense that any of this has occurred almost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because she doesn't even bring up the fact that, like, you know, she saved or helped save the city or anything like that. I mean, granted, she's not a bragger, but it's not brought up. They, they talk about Kilgrave all the time. But, you know, but it's not brought up. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I found that a little bit interesting. I, I you know, I kind of wanted her just to have a little bit of something. Okay, no, no, I, I, I get that. And I guess that's why I asked the question to you guys because I agree. There's a part of me that wanted to have a little, uh, um, for Jessica to have some kind of recognition of being more of a good guy or being more appreciative of what she's done and, you know, like j- just something to show that she's right. not all freaking 
doom and gloom. Thank you. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, or even, again, I didn't want her to be, like, all smiles and laughter because that's just not her personality, but it would have been kind of cool for her to come in on for Jessica a little bit off of a high and then have her shitty reality come back down. Like, that, that also would have just been, like, to see her... Like, you know what, like, kind of her attitude was like, eh, maybe everything's not so bad. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> even, but even for, like, a, a, right. a, a split second. Yeah. Though I will say um, her her retorts and her back and forth, even though it, it, it can get a little bit of annoying, it's it's still a lot of fun to hear her be snarky. Oh, yeah. I just love her. She just sounds like something I would say. What do you guys think about the wizard? The wizard. Oh my goodness! I, I didn't think <laughs> poor, I didn't think he was character. real until he did it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, he really is fast!" Yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, I you just feel kind of bad that the, the the wizard doesn't get his respect due. Not that he deserves a lot of respect, but he was out there in the early like you know inv- um invaders comics. So. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, oh he's from gosh. the invaders. He was their speedster. Yeah. When that happens, he at this point he should actually be like an older man. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, they're not talking that like he's not like Captain America frozen in time. Yeah. They just decided to use the character, have fun with the name and then cuz they made a, they made a lot of fun like of, of him be like for instance, the wizards if I remember correctly, his origin story, how did he get his powers? He was bitten um he was bitten by a snake and he was saved by a serum that was using the blood of a rat. Mongoose. And uh, remember, Wizard oh, has a mongoose in his apartment, God. you know. Oh. So they're having fun um and the professor that saved him was named Emil. What's his mongoose's name? Emil. Emil. Exactly. Oh, so, so they had okay. a lot of fun gotcha. with the actual character. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. And he wore his yellow and white just like he has, you know, it's just yeah, see, I wasn't aware of that character because yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. I was just amused that they made a wizard so chunky. I yeah, mean, a wizard, uh, a speedster so chunky. I was just like, I'm like, for a speedster though, dude, like, you know, you should be a little bit thinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fast metabolism, just burn that shit off. Evidently, he consumes a lot. <laughs> but I mean, he does it really fast too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um now, now that I mean in, in the series obviously you start visiting um Oh I'm sorry I need to go we need to go back there. You guys glossed over that since you just jumped from the wizard. What did we possibly and I'm going out there on a limb because we kind of think we know where we're going for part two of um of our uh MCU, but what else did we just gloss over there before she actually meets the wizard? What? She I, went I, through a, she went through a lot of clientele. There's a lot of crazy clientele. Oh man! And one crazy client says All right. that there are lizards wearing human oh, skins yes, yes, yes. and taking over the government. Yeah, that oh, sounds yeah. like secret invasion. Oh, that sounds right. like the scrolls are here on Earth. That's right. Again, yeah, that's funny. No you're, proof, saying, you're saying lizards, and I'm thinking, um, what was the name of that Spider-Man? Um, that Spider-Man story that they had with, with um, um, Doctor Connors and the lizard. No, no, but it was like a whole miniseries. It was recently. Slot wrote it. Oh, so I I about four it. years ago. Was like, oh, then I probably read it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah, well, well anyway, it, when you said lizard, I didn't think secret invasion. I was thinking Doc Connors. Uh, and, when and, she and, said and that, that, I'm like, ooh, uh, that's a nice hint. That's a nice hint. <laughs> Good so, what you're saying is that we might see Super Scroll? Um, very possible. I mean, that's Carol Danvers is going to be dealing with the scrolls in Captain Marvel. So, oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's, remember, that's set, that's set backwards in time. If you did not realize that Captain Marvel is not set in current days, I think it's set in the early '90s. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. So what? So uh, what's his face? Uh, Nick Fury will have already known that there are people with powers. So wait, then long is, beforehand. So is Captain Marvel going to show up in part two of Infinity War? Uh, she could show up in part one for all we know. Yeah. Ooh. And and I again, I, as much as we know that it feels like it should, there still is no indication that that's actually a part two. 
Because if you will be no, I'm saying that that the second Avengers movie after Infinity War will actually be part two. We this still doesn't have a title. Oh, that's and right. If you, and, and if you think about it, if you this one that just says Infinity War, it doesn't even right. say part one. Right, and it's also with this being Infinity War, and then right after that, unless you're getting everything's back in time, you're going to follow that up right away with um, Ant Man and the Wasp, and then you're going to have Captain Marvel. But that one I, we know is back in time. Then the Avengers, so it's going to be like, so is there a pause in action or? Right. I don't know. But again, that's not for this. That's, a nice, that's, a, nice, that's a nice little interesting point. I gotta rewatch yeah. that first episode again where she's yeah. going through those people. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, it's the crazy. It's the, it's the crazy woman that she, I think she only talks to her no, twice. No, no, I know yeah. exactly what yeah. you're talking about. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, when I heard I'm that, I, I actually that paused. Way. I was like, oh! <laughs> 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 I was hoping that that was going to be her adventure. <laughs> you know? Secret invasion. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay, so, um, but I mean, how did you guys feel about um, this premise for this? Um, for, for, for this season too, you know, now that there's no Kilgrave, now they're talking about IGH and, and all right. that being involved in or being suspected for. How did you guys feel about using that as a plot point? Well, that was kind of a natural um, segue from her first season because she already had information that it's a possibility that IGH is the one that caused her to be the way she is. So yeah. that kind of felt like that has to happen. Like she has to at some point, it doesn't have to be the main focus, but that at some point she had to start investigating IGH. Uh, now how that was going to turn out Again, that could be whatever the writers wanted, as it is the yeah. season. I I honestly thought it was IGH that was killing all those people. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it would have yeah. made sense. I mean, you know, but again, it, you know, they just didn't have it going that way. I mean, you know, you see that it's for some odd reason that's this crazed woman in the wig. <laughs> you know, who turns um, out to be? Don't. Well, we can get there. Yeah, not in a rush. <laughs> yeah, you just want to f- don't foreplay with you, huh? <laughs> Only with the ladies. I doubt that. And you are not ladies. <laughs> no, we're not. Not at all. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought you'd go either. Wow. Oh well, God. you, sir, are one ugly woman. So before we even discuss the, 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 bald, the bald woman with the wig and the fact that she's now committing all these assaults and murders, um, let's talk about a little bit more about the cast that's involved in, in this series now. Because we still have Trish. Oh, yep. Fucking hate her. Why do you hate Trish? Everybody I keep talking to keeps telling me that they hate Trish. I like Trish. I like Trish. I mean, she is a little bit more annoying. This, but but she's annoying for good reasons. I think you know uh, everything bad that happens in this episode to Jessica, it's because of Trish. Really? Really? Think about it. Right. The only reason Jessica is truly in, in, invest, in investigating IGH is because Trish. On her show, started with talking and getting people to come in or whatever, trying to investigate it herself. So right. the only reason Jessica's doing it is to protect Trish. Right. right. I mean, I mean, it is well. It's the not only so reason that I mean, well, but because of her mentioning it, though, Trish was being targeted. She just didn't realize it. Well, the only reason that she was being targeted was because she was talking about it. Right. And, and that's the only reason that the bald lady started killing all those people. Right. That's the only reason. So everything bad that happens to Jessica in this season is because of Trish. Oh, that's a good point. But. Oh, that's a good point, but I don't understand why you don't like Trish. Because she's just a, she's an annoying. She's an intrepid reporter. She is. An if she annoying... would only fall out of the window and be caught by a flying man in a cape, <laughs> nobody would be complaining. And then they can go take her home and then have sex with her and have her not not have a memory. Oh wait, yeah. wrong reporter. She she reminds me of a uh, jealous younger sister. Is what it is. She is. Or no, she's <laughs> she is. She's the jealous older sister. Either way, she that's is, but that's the whole thing that, that we, you know, as we see, that she is jealous. But that's what I had said even in my synopsis it's that she's jealous so of annoying. Jessica, but she's jealous. Though, and that's why I said before, like, I like her. I find her a little bit annoying, but I find her annoying um, for good reasons, meaning that her annoyance with Jessica is that she feels that because she has these powers, she should be 
actively going out and doing something, not just like part of my job. Not not right or wrong. I mean, that's not saying that she's right about it. I'm just saying I, she, she's at least being annoying with I don't know, a good heart behind the idea of why she's being annoying. You know, you know, she feels that just like the Avengers, people should put on a costume and go out and protect these people. Right. You know, and 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 because Jessica doesn't want to do that, as much as she loves her, she does harbor this resentment that you know it's you know it's like you know like uh, when you old people are like you know looking at young people sitting on the the couch playing video games, you're wasting your youth. She's saying you're yeah. wasting these powers that you've been given, yeah. right or wrong. You know, right. I mean, one that's Jessica's choice. Of so, course it is. And then two, Trish should just suck it up and worry about her own shit. Like she just hates her own life, and that's the and she does. Why I mean, she's, she's like everything. That. Every, everything you're mentioning is absolutely correct, right? Exactly. I, but you I mean, it, wait, that's no, it. End the podcast. Right. Mike said I'm right. <laughs> but but in that though, I don't hate her for it. I actually like right. the character because it yeah, gives. Her, it makes her interesting. It gives her you know? depth, right? Bro. Exactly. And it, and it's real. I mean, like if you if you were a person with that kind of a of a heart to want to help people, and you were around people with superpowers, or you know, at least one that didn't want to really do much of anything. You know, you'd probably be on their case as well. And especially if you yeah. had their ear enough that where you could actually be like, right. you're not doing shit. And if you had a mom like she did, Oof. I mean, you, you'd, you'd have your own issues to kind of like get, you know, get therapy for also and work through. So it, it gives her depth, right? Depth. Yeah. Right. Yes. So just fill in the hole. So we don't have to see her. Well, the, well, we're that's what we're probably leading towards. I mean, we all know who um, you know Patsy Walker is. I mean, Who's in the comics, she's Hellcat. All mm-hmm. oh, right. You know, so she is a hero in her own right. So you know, like you know, so the audience, here. the audience is that we're just waiting to see if that's where they're going to go at, at right. any point with this. You yeah, know? here's what else. It's funny. Speaking, just real quick to touch on, um, touch on the, the the mom thing. When Mike mentioned that Trisha's mom is Rebecca De Mornay. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, I, I'm confused. What was that? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sound like? Mm-hmm. That was like mm-hmm. that oh. was Rebecca De Mornay. Oh. De Mornay, yeah. That was mind that, blowing. That was mm-hmm, mind go for mm-hmm, because <laughs> I yeah. remember Rebecca, Rebecca De Mornay in the Hand of Box of Cradle and a couple of other movies yeah. that she was in in like the, the the early to mid '90s, and I didn't recognize her at all. No, she's like night and day, and not here to to, to age shame or body shame. Anyway, it's just that she is almost unrecognizable. I I, I was just amazed because I even from the first season I always do a starring da da da. So I know I ran across her name then. It didn't even hit me until I was doing it this time. And I'm like, wait a second. That's the Rebecca DeMorey, you know? But I'll say one thing. She does play a really good... Um, oh, she is great at being the mom because now you want to talk about someone I hate. Yeah. Oh, my God, I hate that woman. But she, but only because she does such a great job. I don't hate her as much. Really? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird because, like... It is kind of weird. I, I, I can understand that she used her daughter... Well, or, or, or to put it in your terms, she's the reason that Trish is exactly the way Trish is, and that's the reason that that is yeah. why you don't like Trish. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Well done. Well, we'll bring it back but here. she's not in it so much, and she's not messing with Jessica this up this season. So well, she she's got, she knows better than to keep messing with Jessica this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, I mean, she's definitely a, a really. She's such a twisted character. Yeah. You just like you love the hater. Yeah. Um, what do we think about in episode three? We got to see Foggy. Oh my! I was goodness. so excited yeah. when I was like, I actually just yelled. I'm like, Foggy! Yeah. <laughs> we got to see Foggy got his balls handed to him by Jerry Hogarth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, bitch, I don't need your help. Dude, I'm fucking Jerry Hogarth. <laughs> Jerry yeah. Hogarth would have handed Lobo his balls. There is literally <laughs> no character that she would just be like, and I've just whittled you down. <laughs> she, she pretty much said, "Who are you?" Who are you? Is your name on that door? No. I'm telling you right now on Infinity War, I'm like, get Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thanos, Hawkeye and get Jerry. Thanos, Jerry, Jerry, Thanos, walk away. <laughs> and just see him like the glove is in her hand now. He's just crying, <laughs> you know. I didn't see all that stuff coming with Jerry, especially with um, with her health and those right. things going on. Like, no, when, no, when, it's it's showing, surprise, yeah. when it started showing her like dealing with you know like with, yeah. But before that, when she was with the um, the prostitutes and all that other stuff, I was just kind of like, well, we well, by that point we knew it was yeah. something. She got yeah. bad news. We just didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, I was just kind of like, we, like I said, you knew it was bad news, but I didn't think it was like that. Well, I thought they were going to. I mean, again, this is not to belittle any disease that's out there to anyone listening. But I thought that we would go the normal TV route of it's a cancer, probably yeah, a breast cancer, yeah, yeah. and again, not belittling breast cancer, no, but something that can be often easily operable at least for tv purposes i'm talking or, about only you, you know, know. That, that there's there's somewhat of a chance and once right. again not, not 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 trying to um belittle or, or downplay breast cancer but of course right. is, 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 is an illness of a, of a right that there of is a... no cure for it at all and you know even like she's saying you're lucky if you have eight years you know? yeah and that's and that's eight horrible years you, you might have two more good ones you know i didn't think that, that yeah. it was going down like that i mean like i said i saw the prostitutes which a how much sex is in this freaking series? <laughs> once once again, <laughs> once again, and you're only up to episode seven. Yeah, not yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, between the between the the, the, the orgy scene with Jerry Hogarth, between um, yeah, but Jessica you... getting it getting it good in, in the bathroom, and or and, and mind you, not that, a condom to be seen in that bathroom, by the way, folks. She, she didn't get it good enough because she was just like, oh, come on. Well, dude, she's she's just getting pounded up by Luke Cage. I mean, some 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 scrawny little guy who's called who's like she had a nice with no ass. powers. Yeah. yeah, you know, like <laughs> please, that's a warm up. It was, it was an hors d'oeuvre. She's not like, hors d'oeuvres, uh, an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> it looked like she was about to do a crossword while he was doing that. She was like, but, but Mike, what's I, a four-letter word for suck? <laughs> suck. <laughs> um, so, Mike, you you were gonna say once again? I was just saying once again the sex in the series. I, I I'm not approved about sex. I just don't understand why this is the only one that is so prevalent with sex. And and yet that would be the like if a man was writing this, we would say like, oh, it, you know, why are you sexualizing women? And it's like, but this is a woman's sh- uh, that's writing and directing this. And what was interesting is that scene with Jerry and the prostitutes. It's very toned down. If you oh yeah, I mean it. it's not an overtly sexual scene. No. It's just but the the whole point of this is just like these women is just like it's like their lives are sex and then whatever else we do. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, I was about to say uh, now. What do we think, though? Um, speaking of, uh, of of interest and stuff like that, what do we think of uh, the super Oscar? Oh, 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 Mr. Hot Latin Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, it's Fuego. This, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. The minute I saw him, like, oh, there goes the interest right there. I was like, okay, there's no, there's not going to be any Luke. We know there's not going right. to be any Luke. So when I saw her going downstairs and she bumps into the new super, and I'm like, I saw him, like he's male and he's oh that that's that that's yeah. for her. Yeah. That's for her, oh boy. I mean, he's he's all right. He's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I like the fact that he's somebody trying to rebuild his life. Right. And, you know, trying to you know has you know has a son and his grandmother. Right. And you, you should like the fact that he's an artist. Yeah. Oh, he's not really an artist. He's just taking the artwork from the guy that did all the artwork. But right. nonetheless, <laughs> um, no, he, he's a painter. Yeah. No, but I mean, I'm just making the, the, all the artwork is the covers and stuff like that from her actual comic book. Oh, the, okay. the art the artist that did the covers is the same one that's doing the artwork in the apartment. Uh, I was just making fun. But uh, cool. but but the nice thing is that I guess you know Easter egg. We can also hope that unlike the other super she didn't pay any attention to, maybe he'll slip her an empanada. <laughs> <laughs> empanada. Oh my ah, god. There's a tilde when en- I write it. Empanada. 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 <laughs> that's that's the word. Empanada. Okay, Aaron. That's the secret word of the day, Aaron. Empanada. Empanada. It's a and it's not even the end of the episode, so she has no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> empanada is a 
empanada and a piñata put together. Right. So you hit it and you get the meat out. That's right. So, so you got to beat it for the meat? That's right. <laughs> you got to beat the meat. Wow. Anyway. Uh, well, I mean, now, I mean, what did you think? What, what did you think about him, Ralph? Did you feel like, oh, um, you know, good eye candy, distraction, taken away from the story? What did you think? I thought he was a little flippity floppity, if you ask me. Flippity floppity? Flippity floppity. Oh, was he a politician? Maybe. Oh, okay. Because, like, when he first meets her, right, he's like, all right, cool, what's up? He's a little taken aback over the fact that she has powers. Right. Right? Then when... But the next time he meets her, she brings the police. So yeah. you, you kind of understand that he's like, all right, I'm not happy about this. But then when she saves his son, it's like, okay, you saved my son, now everything's good. I, I will die for you right His son? Now. You mean Lewis Lane? Yeah. Oh, I'm falling out the window. <laughs> <laughs> he's like did you, did you how long did you wait to use that now okay <laughs> he's like you saved my son that's my life i'll do anything for you but see i was waiting for a deeper spanish accent because then it would like fill in that that film <clears throat> trope. You, you saved my son you saved my son no 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 no. that not, wasn't any not, deeper at all not poor mexican go with go with soap opera spaniard <clears throat> you saved my son there we go I love you <laughs> to the end of the days. I've done two decent impressions of what the hell's going on today. <laughs> I've been practicing, senor. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, I, I, I've been joking around um, with Mike because we went to our favorite comic book shop, Forbidden Planet, and we talked to Bat Jesus. Shout out to Bat Jesus. Bat Jesus. <laughs> A.K.A. Know, Kelvin. Yeah, he knows who he is. Um, uh, we were talking about the series, and Mike has been trying to not say how what he thinks about the series because... Um, Kelvin goes off and says, hey, yeah, you know, um, did you see the second series, uh, the, the second season? It was whatever. And then Mike, he goes, what did you think? And Mike's like, well, I'm not going to say nothing because, you know, he didn't watch referring to me. <laughs> and I'm, and it's funny because I'm waiting for Mike to give me cues on how he feels about it. So Mike, I think it's messed up. Um, the funny thing is that every time I see things or I hear things from Mike, I feel like Mike doesn't like the series. And the minute I saw the kid, I'm like, there we go. Mike doesn't like the series because of the kid. Actually, yeah. I like the kid. He's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like one of the few kids that's on TV that I'm like, all right. I wouldn't mind him being a neighbor. He's like, Bobby, she's so cool. She I has super like, strength. Well, I just like that he's Can always, you fly? I just like he's always like, hey, super lady. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Every, the thing is what I like about him is when, because you only really ever see him for the most part when you see her. And you know that it's just like, She's just kind of like me. She's like, I don't feel like dealing with this kid. But at the same time, it's not that I really have anything against kids. I just don't know what to do with them. And she's just like me. It's just kind of like, I don't know what to do with this kid. But I don't, I, I want him to say like, I hate him, but I don't, <laughs> you know. And so I just kind of like that she's just, because like when he comes into the office, like if you really did not like children or you really were just a son of a bitch, she would have been like, get the fuck out of my apartment. I mean, my, you know, but he, she, you know, she let him stay. She didn't, she didn't even get up to usher him out. You know, it's just like, all right, kid, just, just she, don't get in my way. She didn't WC fields him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So let me show you how my mind works. When you said super lady, I automatically thought about the the Elseworld uh, or like the the what if where Aunt May was Spider-Man, had the spider powers where she was spider lady. Oh, okay. Right. So then I'm thinking, so super lady would probably be Martha as a superhero. (laughs) Wow, how far off track we got! Right? Yeah, that's that's way off track. There. She would be super lady. So we're, so we're talking so, about older DC heroes. Great, and a Marvel podcast. Yes. Nice. But now to bring us back to the cast, however, yes. What do we think of Malcolm? Malcolm's character. I, I actually kind of like where Malcolm's yeah. been going now, especially because they showed him evolve from being yeah. somebody who's. He's another person I like the evolution yeah. of his character. At the beginning, I thought 
he let himself get pushed around too much right. by Jessica. Like, but like on. episode six, he's well, like, like, I yeah. understand you, 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 like she helped you out. You want to take care of her. And you have this sort of like little going joke where it's, you're fired. And he's like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. Right. You know, kind of a thing. But then as it progressed, no spoiler, but towards the end, I like what he becomes. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, there's, well, that's the whole thing. You need, you need all of the show to make the ending make sense for him, you know? Right. And there's no spoiler to it. It's just, this is one of those things. But um, I, I do like his, I like watching his, the character grow and stuff like that. I like the fact that, like, you know, like, like, uh, one of the things I hate about Trish is the fact that even though she's a, she's a recovering addict, she still, like, does the wrong thing where it comes to with the inhaler, mm-hmm. right? And then when she gives it to him and he does it, and he's like, what the fuck did I do? What did you make me do? Right. And he's like, I don't want to be that guy anymore. You know, I don't want to be that addict anymore. So he actually wants to be a better person. But I, I, I like the fact that you have two people who had issues with, actually you have a lot of people in this in this series who have issues with substances. And to watch how every one of them do, um, um, treat it differently yeah. and especially how how Trish can easily say in her head well she can th- justify it. you can justify it and say well it's not really a drug because I'm not destroying myself I'm helping people I'm doing this you know versus your Malcolm where it's like well it's any substance I'm not doing it I'm right you know I, I like that where you have Jessica who's on the further end of the right. spectrum saying you know what I need this to cope you can't tell me I don't need this yeah. I right. love this if just whereas from, he yeah he refuses to try any kind of drug at all you know right. I mean, again because he already knows you know between his own addiction that you know he probably was slowly getting towards it because the woman from his college said you like to party already but then the purple man just really accelerated that and just made him a complete addict right now on a complete tangent the whiskey that jessica drinks is called 10 cup whiskey i thought it looked so cool so i did a little research on it Mm -hmm. it actually comes with a 10 cup on every bottle Mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me i've seen i've seen drinks that do come with their own shot so you can like drink it and share and on their website they're like this is Made with uh, water from the mountains, so it's really good. You can use it to cook, you know, share, drink, mix. It's 10 cup whiskey, it's real good. <laughs> I bought a bottle, nice. You did, yeah, I bought a bottle. Oh, you didn't bring it over here. What the hell's going on? I didn't know you wanted so I'll bring it. Next- Hello, whiskey. Hello, yeah. are we yeah. still doing that thing tonight? Oh, I don't know about all um, this, I, I but I know that we better get to this thing before we run out of time. Yeah, true. Um, true, true. All right, so now we're getting to the meat. We've now met the crazy woman in the wig, and we find out that this is actually Jessica Jones's long lost and long thought to be dead mother. Uh, what mother. Do we, now, how do we feel about that, especially considering do, that? Do you hear me? Yeah. yeah um, so how, how do we feel about like not only that revelation, but also the... They don't really get into it, but it's basically understood that because of the gene therapy that she went through, that that's why she doesn't recognize her. But I'm like... So not only is it her mother, but you're telling me she can't even recognize her as her mother? Not, not, not only is it lame, but I mean, the fact that, you know, the whole, like what you just said about the, the gene therapy has her not, you know, not being able to recognize her, but just the whole thing as a whole, the mother survives and now the long lost yeah. mother's back. I just thought that somehow found doing the uh, experiment, she gets the exact same powers as her daughter. I, it's I genetic. Didn't, I right. didn't like it, obviously, just based on my reaction. I, I was very disappointed on how that was the big reveal and like it's the mother oh come on it can't be the mother have it be anybody else anybody else the father yeah because then I'm like, that would have okay. been better that's why he's wearing the- <laughs> well he's just like okay well it's a woman oh but it's- he's wearing a wig oh but see that's something different <laughs> so how many times have you seen the mother you know the long lost mother come back right well then- she could go mama just yeah. killed the man today. Well, yeah. Um, Put a gun uh, to his head. Uh, yeah. Pulled the trigger. Now he's dead. But, <laughs> but uh, the thing that I that I don't like that is that 
it's that slippery slope. It's like you know, you introduce the mother. Oh, she survived the crash. So maybe so did the brother or the father. I mean, like like in other words, it just feels like an easy way to just like ah, but there was another that survived. It's like fucking scream. I mean, I would have preferred it. I would have preferred it if it's someone that. They actually engineered to look like her mother. Okay, I would that be. I would have been actually cool with, but it then turned out tick, it wasn't tick, her mother. Tick 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 tick, tick 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 tick. This just in. In later news, uh, a bomb is actually Jessica's brother. He survived. Oh God! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Stop. <laughs> so, from this point of the series on, we ended on episode seven, yeah. which. Um, I want you, we were only, we were only gonna I want do six. Cray, cray. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, wait, question, question. We, we got to break this down. Is that saying for something else, right? Cray, cray, right? It's forward letters. She wants something else, right? I want, I want your dick, dick, right? Is that's what she's saying, right? I didn't take it that way, but okay. Well, and that's, they're, they're bending over throughout the, throughout the whole video and like thrusting. Well, she's saying. Time. I mean, but I'm not even saying it's like a, a, a tit for tat for as far as the letters. I mean, she, she wants your crazy, crazy. I oh, mean, no, no. that's all she's. I mean, she wants your craziness. Yeah, yeah but, but, it's, but it's alluding to something else. But no, I, I don't think she meant. She wants your mental illness. Obviously, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that it's. This is not a secret. She's saying I want your crazy, no, no, crazy. No, no. But, but, this was. This is not like a deep thought. No, no, no. But mine isn't crazy. It's perfectly saying. No, but no. What I'm. What I'm saying is. It's not like this is some like oh we've got to match four letters for four letters no it's no no, like, no wait, that's, that, that's a joke too Mike right. oh my god well he started I'm just saying I'm like well I think we kind of know what she wanted <laughs> I, I, wow that's the, fir- that's the first one of the day oh my goodness and it only took no, five minutes to find it I've been pressing it for like no yeah no yes I have so what do we think about the episode about the cray cray so now that we finally actually get to see a lot about Jessica and Trish's relationship and a lot of what Jessica was like shortly after. Well, I'm sorry, nine years ago. So be so after the accident. Yet before we catch her now, I'll say this: we were supposed to have the first six episodes, and Mike had hit me up and said, "Yo, you know, watch the seventh. I think it'll it'll put it, it'll end it better. You know, like like as a whole. I could have done without the seventh for the completion of this podcast, but I liked it a lot. Like well, the reason I, I said that is only because to add more interest to this um to to our podcast because now we can talk about things of like for instance. We now know a lot more about Jessica. Uh, we now know a lot more about her personality, meaning that as much as Jessica likes to act like she doesn't give a damn about anything, and I don't just mean that she loves someone in the past, but how deeply she holds on to that past. Yeah. Like, you know, like the fact that Malcolm describes her is like, you know, you know, white chick, strong, wears a leather jacket no matter what time of the year it is. It's like now we know why she wears that leather jacket right. all the time. Mm-hmm. We also now know why Alias Agency is named Alias. Alias. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it gives us a lot more about her that we had before because we never knew why and I don't know if it's in the comics what the reason why she named it Alias but we right. now know why and I like the fact that they um, they did the episode really well where they didn't stress anything they didn't go like and that's why I always wear yeah. this uh, leather jacket yeah. or, and I called it Alias because of the club it's like no you, if you hey, didn't catch the name yeah. of the club you did not know why she named her agency Alias right. you know and the fact that she loves that deeply to somebody that you know she was attached that deeply right. says something about that character you know you know now that you say about the jacket it reminds me when i was watching it that like you know it was there was i think it was episode three or four that they say it's summertime right and then it's super hot and she's wearing this leather jacket i'm like what the fuck is wrong yeah. like no, that's, that's a good a, point yeah it's a thing <laughs> so that, you know and so like i said to sense. see it all but uh but then to also see that the woman that killed her her Boy, love, yeah. her boyfriend, her first true love, yeah, is her mom. That was really mind blowing. The mind blowing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good job, Mike. Good job. 
Yeah, he really put his head to the grindstone on that one. Yeah. Wow. Any stone for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry about that. The fans at home will not know what just happened. I just got a phone call. <laughs> oh, so they won't hear the ring? No. Oh, okay, good. He's going to forget to delete this. You know that. Of course he is. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. So Leave it in for effect. Is there anything else we wanted to add before we go into um, renaming? Well, we can't rename it because it's only half. Um, before we go into ratings. If you want to add? Yeah, we can't rename it. We can't rename it. It's, it's, oh, it's I can always rename things. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's incomplete. We but, rename it at the end. Yeah, exactly. Rename it at the end. Well then, you'll get you two renamings from me oh. because because I know our our um, our uh, the way we do it, and I've done my work. Apart. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> I know that when we do half a season, we don't rename it. Well, there's no, there's no method to that. Don't make me go through my records. Don't make me go through my records, children. Mike, what would you rename this? I'm not going to bother now. <laughs> <laughs> oh look at it! Well, now I'm not going to tell you. Nope. Yeah, he's pouting. <laughs> nope. For our listeners at home, Mike is in the corner pouting with his arms crossed. Damn right. <laughs> He's got long arms. That chest is big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never realized how long those arms are. All right, so let's go for ratings for the first half of Jessica Jones. Se- season two, first half. Ralph? I give it uh, seven bottles of that good tin cup whiskey. <laughs> Out of ten. There you go. Otherwise, Joe kills you. <laughs> I'm going to go with seven and a half dead moose fucks <laughs> dead moose fucks <laughs> out of 10 when she said that line outside the police station <laughs> I, I was like who the fuck says that I'm gonna use it Mike, Mike. Um, I really enjoyed the first seven uh, episodes a lot so I give it nine my scrotum sense is tingling out of, <laughs> out of 10 <laughs> that, that's, that sounds like something for your partologist that's fantastic <laughs> you might want to get that looked at Mike well yeah. I, 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 well I'm, I'm I just thought that was just such a great line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well done. All right, so there you have it. The first half of Jessica Jones season two. Let's see where it goes on from there. Hopefully the next podcast will cover it. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. So you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy... Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, Find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now with more whiskey. That's, for the first time, that was a really good one. Yeah. He always He's always clear when he's talking about whiskey. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you ask Julio, Julio like, oh, Ralph's a lightweight. He can't handle that. Please. <laughs> if uh, you only knew. Yeah, whatever. The yeah. stories these lips could tell. <laughs> None because you're too drunk to tell them. <laughs> <right? laughs> Why'd you beat me to the punch? <laughs> By the way, before I go into, um, I give quick questions and get quick answers. I hang out with Mike and, and before it took about an hour or two and he starts rubbing off on me. Now it takes mere seconds and we'll go like to the store or we're like, like on my lunch break, he'll pick me up from my job and we're like, 
like go somewhere and we'll both say something like similar at the same time like god damn i'm around you too much so that's, you- that's because back then it, my powers only worked on people that had 10 or more functioning brain cells <laughs> <laughs> so, so this- over the years does Gigi wow. does Gigi know that you and Mike go somewhere and he rubs off on you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Meredith's most rubbing I've ever gotten. <laughs> all right, all right. You know the segment, you fucking assholes. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and they rarely make it under a minute. We even try, and I try to shorten the questions down, but... Wait, we're supposed to try? You guys don't, obviously. Nope. One of you two, if not both of you, sabotage. One day I'm just going to write a short, short question that's going to prevent you guys from fucking it up. Well, I, I feel that I should tell you the truth, and I actively try to sabotage. I don't. <laughs> I just answered the questions. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Longwind over here. <laughs> All right. Wait, that's your Native American name. Captain Longwind? And yes. I'm greatly offended that you're not one of my people to use it. <laughs> <laughs> See, with all the jokes about Mike, I, I think Long was in the name, but Wind was not the second word. <laughs> there was a D in the second word. It just wasn't Wind. Longwood. Yeah, there we go. Longwood. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was We're... much better than my old name, Deadwood. <laughs> You're going to make Ralph choke. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Wait, wait, where is Wow, it? it's been that long? There it goes. <laughs> long. <laughs> if you were in charge of DC creating an expanded movie universe, what storyline or character would you start with, Ralph? Plastic Man. Of course you would. God, it's so fun to count original. Mike. All right, DC screwed up its current history, so I say either go backwards or forwards, so either give me Justice Society of America or the Legions of Superheroes. Either way, do it the Marvel way. One character at a time, then a team. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. All right, name a superhero no one loves except for you, Mike. Common, Tigra. Obscure, Whisper. Whisper, wow, yes. okay. Ralph. Plastic Man. <laughs> it's true nobody does love the character with him. <laughs> I'm, wow okay it works alright Infinity Wars in a few weeks so who is more useless in this big old battle Black Widow or Hawkeye Ralph I mean Black Widow could distract Thanos with her luscious luscious ass wow and Hawkeye could do nothing so probably Hawkeye alright Mike uh, time is up I say, you and your fucking long ass sigh go ahead uh, Hawkeye, unless Thanos likes guys in leather, then it's Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> All right. And you wonder why we have no female listeners? What? I just said luscious. I was paying tribute to that beautiful work of art you that is physique. her posterior. You could have said posterior. You said her luscious ass. Sounds like a creeper. What? It's the <laughs> truth. All right. Last question. Mike, back me up here. Um, I can't back up. I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Last question. Does Marvel ever try another solo Hulk movie? Ralph. Yes. And it'll be with Hulk and a plastic red solo cup taking on the world. Oh my God. A solo Hulk movie. Isn't that what you meant? I just, I can't. <laughs> no? I can't sometimes. Is that what I you can't. meant? He didn't sabotage it. He still sabotaged <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Uh, no, they won't. I say they'll, they'll, they'll keep adding to his mythos in other movies, but now if they finally do a She-Hulk movie, though. Oh, ooh, my God. Oh. That would be something. You know, I, I've been a big fan of that. I, if they're smart, I mean, because, again, there's basically going to be, you figure, overhauling in some kind of way, basically, all of the heroes we've seen. doesn't mean they're all killing them or whatever, but just whatever. They should introduce 
um, the idea of She-Hulk soon. Doesn't mean Turner in the show, but they should introduce like the cousin or something like that, and then just see where that starts to go. Question: yeah. If you were to do a She-Hulk movie, would you start with her in the present and then go to how she became She-Hulk and then back to the present, or would you start with her origin and then go from there? I would start with uh, her before becoming She-Hulk, only because you need her base personality. Because unlike the Hulk, the Hulk is just rage. Right. Like, you know, we're not talking Grey Hulk where he's smart or whatever. He's just rage. The She-Hulk maintains her intelligence. Yeah. So, therefore, she actually has a personality besides just being right. angry. So, you would need to understand what she was like um, beforehand to see what she's like afterwards. Because even though, you know, she doesn't have that rage, you have to understand that she was a lawyer. She was mousy. Um, you know, I mean, you know, she tried to defend herself, but she wasn't like, you know, that much of an in-your-face lawyer. Very but weak. as She-Hulk, once, you know, she's this incredibly tall, statuesque, well-built woman, that part of her personality took over because it's now like, you know, she wasn't shy and ashamed. She was just, you know, very out there and whatnot. Very so, yeah, very, to yeah. see how she would change would be very important. All right. Yeah. That's, that would be my opinion anyhow. I just think She-Hulk's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> On top of all that. All and then you're talking depth. about me. Well, because you started it, so I just might as well keep uh, it going. Yeah, right? that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Steam of the show. Once somebody says it, you got to keep going. All right. <laughs> she is hot. Shout outs for um, today's show, Mike. I say I shout out to all the people that I shout out, but they never care. They never listen. They never give me a touch with me. But yeah. shout out to all those people. You know who you are. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> I would like to shout out a friend of ours. Thank you. Not you. <laughs> you are my enemy. Nice. You shall always be my enemy. Okay, bad impersonation. You you had two. You should have stopped the two. Who was I impersonating? That Before is just did... me. Oh, God. <laughs> Who, who's the person you're talking about? Uh, Valentina. I'm okay. going to see if she actually listens. She ain't listening. I, I told her to listen to and then to let me know what the code word was that we had said earlier at the beginning of the show. And like Erin, she failed. Pr- probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Like Aaron, she will fail. Yes. There we go. If she if she doesn't, then you know she probably won't even hear this. She'll probably just maybe skim through it, listen for the word "cold word," and then and everybody, say it. And everybody who listens to this podcast knows you wait to the end. <laughs> yeah, you wait to the end. Everybody knows that. I mean, our best stuff is when we're not bogged down with talking about you know the thing that the points we have to hit. Once we're a little bit more looser and freer, that's when all the real, real hijinks happens. We're like the after credit scene at the end of Marvel movies. Well done. That's a good analogy. For the after credit scene, here's a new code word. The code word is... Code word. There you go. All right. I was going Come on. You guys got to work with me. You threw this at us. You want us to think on the fly? My goodness. All right. So the code word is think on the fly. The first (laughs) 20... Code phrase. Code phrase. The first 20 people to put that up on our Facebook page get a free Meanwhile 22 Pages Later t-shirt. <laughs> uh, if that happens, I'm <laughs> ask Ralph about it. <laughs> okay, hold on, mommy. Let's see, so remember that. First 20 people. First 20 people, all yeah. right. The people I'm going to shout out, I mean, I'm going to shout out Riley for staying quiet most of the time, right? You're quiet? Right, you're quiet? Now she's quiet. Yeah. Yeah, good job. And um, obviously, I want to shout out everybody who's still listening and being patient with us. And we'll be definitely being able to produce more content shortly. Yes, thank you, that one person. (laughs) Johannes, right? Pretty much, yes. I don't even think him. I I think Johannes is too busy doing his own stuff. Shout out to Johannes. I know where you are. (laughs) Damn it. Him and Kev. So, (laughs) but for all those who are listening who haven't been able to hit us up, Thank you very much, but we do like to hear from you. So please, whenever you can, please drop us on, drop a line on Facebook, drop a line on Instagram, please. We love hearing from you guys. Drop a line because we're stuck in a hole. Get us out of here. Yeah, and by the way, 
here's something. If you think that you're in the most obscure place to have heard this, and I don't mean like a physical place as in like the living room or something like that. I mean, if you're in some country where you think there is no chance in the world someone else from this country is probably listening to this podcast, hit us up. Yeah. I'm curious to see uh, where we, we'll get, where we'll hear from. We would love to know. We're talking about you, that one guy in Tasmania. That's Botswana. Wow, you just took it out of my brain. Like, I, I just thought about that right now, Tasmania. I was in your head. The guy in Guam. You might want to clean, <laughs> clean your head a little bit. It's a little bit dirty. Shut right? up. All right. That one woman from Temescara. <laughs> but Mike's you know right. who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. We definitely do want to hear from you. And Marv's right. We do want to hear from you. So please reach out to us. Anything else we want to talk about before we close the show? Nope. Let's close it. I'm done. All right. Cool. You're pissing me off. Damn. All right. So for MFG, Mike, the finance guy, and R2 Scare, Rob the Tech, this is the cap saying, say it. Can you say keep it geeky? <laughs> <laughs> keep it geeky. We'll see you soon, guys.